This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. Welcome to this episode of Property Jam, the podcast where we talk about everything on the human side of property. And I'm a little bit excited because... It doesn't take much to get you excited, Joe. This is true. (laughs) However, legit excited, let's say. Like, next level excited because we have, returning to the podcast, one of my favourite human beings. This is her second time on Property Jam and it's going to be a corker. Everybody, welcome Helen Chorley back to Property Jam. Yay! I mean, (laughs) Thank you. What a welcome. What a welcome. Well, listen, you don't really need much introduction, but I suppose there'll be some listeners out there, I don't know how, who like actually don't know who you are. So I think we're going to have to- in Ohio might not be aware. (laughs) Ohio. (laughs) And what was it? Ohio and Ohio. What's the other one? What's the other area? Uh, Can't remember. I'll bring it up in a minute. It's, yeah, it's another one beginning with H, I'm pretty sure. So yeah, for, so for all of our listeners in Ohio, which is our high, higher than our listeners in Scotland, please tell, tell us, who are you, Helen? Oh, bless you. Um, so I'm a property investor and an angel investor. I'm um, one of the angels on Property Elevator TV, the only lady. Woo! Giving it for the girls there. Um, I'm also one of the advisors on the Property Graduate TV show. Um, I write for Property Investor News. Uh, I'm writing my own book, actually. What else do I do? I'm an awards judge for four different awards now. So I had the pleasure of announcing um, uh, you guys winning awards at the HMO Awards, um, also Property Investor Awards, and what's the ones I do, Landlord Investor Show, and Women in Construction Awards. So um, yes, you were there celebrating with us, Joe. It was fun, wasn't it? Gosh, that was a fun night, yeah. So yeah, that's, I'm sure there's some other things I do, but I'm still in January yeah, brain, so I'm still getting going. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's quite a portfolio just to start with. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Keeps me busy, keeps me busy. I was going to say keeps me out of trouble, definitely doesn't do that. But What's your what's your favourite thing? If you could pick one thing to do every day or the thing you look forward to the most, what is it? Oh, um... I do enjoy the TV stuff. It's good. It's it's good fun recording it. The um all the stuff that goes on kind of like behind the scenes and the like logistics and all that I find exceedingly painful. But the recording of it with um Michael Hammond at Property TV, like they're just a great crew. They make it they they make it really good fun. A- anything like where you're interacting with like nice people like this, like chatting and there's you know. We're just going to kind of see where it goes. So I've been doing some some speaking stuff and booked on a panel in at Construction Week in May. Um, so I love doing things like that. So actually not property. That's all. Always the way, isn't it? <laughs> Human side of property, nothing to do with is it. Really? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, like, and I love, honestly, like I think my favourite day last year, well, well, difficult, but but one of them was was presenting the um the HMO awards. Absolutely, literally, I hardly slept through because I was just buzzing. I just could not wait to get 
get there. And um, yeah, I just love <laughs> loved that and ad libbing most of it, but seemed to work out okay. That was fun. And getting through it twice as fast as everyone thought. Yes. <laughs> I know, I slightly messed up the logistics, but I was actually really pleased with myself. So there you go. <laughs> I think you yeah. were really pleased with you too. Remember, we could get to the bar quicker. Exactly. <laughs> that yeah. Was the feedback. That was the feedback I got. Everyone was like, yes, that was excellent. Because you know what those things, everybody just wants to get there, don't they? It's like, yeah, the, okay, the, you know, you want to find out the winners. And, that, and after that, you're like, oh, yeah. there's only one, one agenda then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only person you put out was Ben Beadle because he, he was he was uh, late from the races. No, sorry. Sorry, Ben. Sorry, Ben. Get there early next time. It's so fun, though. Those award ceremonies are great, aren't they? Because obviously I went to the Women in Construction Awards with you and then yeah. we had the Property Investor Awards. And like, I just remember there's so much love in the room, isn't there? Yeah. Like, this, yeah. it's just you're with your tribe. You're having really good chat. And then every time, like, someone that somebody else knew got up on stage or won an award, like, people just going freaking nuts. Like, just, right, it's just so great. Like, people are standing ovations. People are, like, throwing shit. It's just amazing. And every time you got up, our table was going ballistic. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it was for, yeah, Property Investor Awards was, was, was brilliant. Some of those... Uh, celebration save jumping on the table and yeah then with Max Scott when it was yeah no it was such good that that was a really lovely room because we knew most of the well a lot of the people there and there was lots of different crowds not just the HMO lot but there's you know developers in there and people from partners in property and it was a, such a great opportunity to see a load of different people in in, in one place as well but yeah, the atmosphere at those, like I just love the women in construction <laughs> one as well. Like it was because it was the first year that they've done that. I think there was such excitement in the room. And Michaela, God bless her, they they worked so hard. There was like there must have been 500 people in that room as well, Easily. which for the first time was really bleeding impressive. And um, I spoke to her one point. Actually, when they got her on stage, she's like, yeah, I'm half cut. Was yeah, like, she was, wasn't she? She was pissed. That was hilarious. <laughs> oh, that was a great Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. You know what I remember about that night? So obviously there was the fact that, like you say, everyone was excited. And I have to say, talked way too much. Like, do you remember? It was just so much hubbub over the main speaker. Yeah. But what's occurred to me is when there was an auction and some guy bid on a portrait of the queen do you remember this yes yes and that was before she died imagine what it's worth now because it was a, oh. it went for about four or five grand I think on the night and I was thinking oh, oh, oh someone's coined in it just occurred to me the other day yeah damn missed it call and myself an investor <laughs> I was literally going to say that's an investment opportunity right there you've almost I don't know if you'd say <laughs> actually do you know what I did do that was similar though before Nelson Mandela a few years before Nelson Mandela died I bought a couple of his paintings of his handprint the hand in Africa hand of Africa ones oh. that were signed thinking I ain't got that much time left so uh probably yeah I did that on something else uh, but I missed the Queen. Damn, didn't see that one. To be fair, I think if you had it hanging on your wall, you'd be quite distressed. It was. I found it very disturbing as a picture. I spoke to the artist and I completely lied to his face and said I thought it was amazing, but actually it terrified me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it was, How could a picture of the Queen terrify you? If you saw it, it was like... Lady. Well, no, it was like a really sort of like close up of her face and it showed all yeah. her wrinkles. It was all very grey, kind of like montage. It was very thunderous. It was a thunderous picture. This guy, did this guy actually have a sitting with the Queen to do this? I very much doubt it. 
So why, why would it be worth a lot more now? Because surely I could go do a portrait of the Queen and it's not worth any more because she's dead. I don't know. I think he's I a known really artist. Hard, yeah. I think he's because he's a known artist. And so it, it went for about four or five grand on the night. And I yeah. just think, you know, she's dead. It probably might be. I don't know. It, maybe. I thought it might be. Hmm. Maybe. Not. The Queen sign it. <laughs> Liz. <laughs> Liz was here. <laughs> so ridiculous but yeah it wasn't it was a really fun night oh dear right should we ask her a question then i feel like we should who's doing it Niall. yes i'll do it well you have been asked this question before so i'm, assu I'm assuming the answer will be very similar and uh, it's one of the questions we ask all of our uh, guests on property jam and that's what does the human side of property mean to you oh i can't remember what i said last time but <clears throat> Yeah, it probably, probably is the same thing to me. To me, it's about a lot of the, we've kind of touched on it already, like the different communities that we have. That's what makes it, that, that's the enjoyable part for me. Because obviously, you know, we have property sisters and, and Joe's a property sister. I set that up with Ruth Hobbs and Carolina and Claire Norwood a few years ago now. So I love that community that we have. It's like a, a safe, but we've got less active on kind of the events and things, but we've got the, the chat group, which is just, it's nonstop, isn't it, Joe? Every day, questions and sharing information. And can someone recommend this and... It's a real, you know, resource for women, which is exactly what we kind of wanted to provide. Um, but also, you know, you guys have got your, your HMO stuff. I'm a member of Partners in Property. There's Danny Inman's crowd. There's all these different crowds that like you can find your, your people, your tribe in this space. And I think once you do find that, it just makes... It makes it, it makes it easier. It makes it more rewarding, fulfilling. It's, it just makes the whole experience of it a lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot more enriching, doesn't it? Because, you know, I don't know about you guys, but certainly, uh, you know, I do a lot of stuff, but a lot of it's on my own. It's me writing this stuff, you know, and it's it's me reviewing deals or or this type of stuff. So actually to have those communities of people who, are going through the same thing or have experienced it or have overcome it or even just to say sometimes don't we joke in the property sisters we just have a like i'm having a shit day yes. anyone else having a shit day or just like on friday i read something where somebody shared a win and i'm like oh we've not shared wins for ages like who's got a win i just love hearing about other people's successes i guess that's why i do a lot of what i do with the judging because that just inspires me and I'm like right what else you know can we do what else can we it just energizes me so <laughs> that that's what it means to me yeah can completely relate to that I think well we all probably do actually and one of the reasons obviously that I work in partnership with Matt is to have somebody there to have an accountability partner yeah. and then having that bigger community obviously just to tap into just to ask for help just to yeah. see what other people are doing and if like if you're having a really shit day you're not having a shit day on your own. <laughs> yeah. You can drag yeah. someone else down with you. <laughs> Join me down here. <laughs> Do you know what? There is something in the thing, though, that you say you're having a shit day, and then somebody give, tells you, like, a really shit day, and you're like, okay, my day isn't so shit after all. Like, I'll, 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 I'll keep my shit day because I don't want that shit day. Yeah, And yeah. in property, there's a whole spectrum of shit day, isn't there? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> so true. Yeah, I think um I think actually when you're talking about the communities and like you know everybody coming together and I think one of the hardest things to do in property in particular is say you're finding it difficult. I think it's a really hard thing to own and admit to because yeah. there's always this, you know, even though we don't want it to be the case, there is a a, a sort of an image you know or a, a credibility and a reputation that you're trying to build and it, it would be so much easier if you were seen to be doing well but on the, the times when the shit can hit the fan or you know things just didn't go according to plan to actually put your hands up and just say I'm stuck I'm struggling I'm having a bad time is a it's, yeah. it's a very vulnerable space to be in in our industry yeah it is and I think you know social media can can be great and it can you know kind of inspire you and and facilitate that connection but it also I like I did quite a few I can't remember how many but at least I say like hmm, I don't know four or five that I can think of off the top of my head just like a don't compare yourself kind of type post because it's like with a lot of people, you know, you know, self-included here, they talk about myself as much as anybody else, you know, people that, that there was a really good, is it called by the, the happiness, new happiness company, I think it's called on Insta. And they have all these little colored dots. They're really cute graphics. And they're like, you, you know, they're like, this is what makes up a day. And it's all these different colored dots. And it's like what somebody sees. And it's five of those, you know, 24 dots. Yeah. And then you think, oh, that's the whole of their life. It's like, no, you're not necessarily seeing the shit that goes on or the stuff that they're dealing with. So, you know, there's also things about don't compare your day one. You know, if you're right at the beginning with somebody else's day, 10,000, it's, you know, those type of things. So, yeah, I think you're right. Like it's just perspective is needed. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. That was a big thing big thing for me is is that kind of FOMO and Instagram is is and social media TikTok and all that is 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 horrendous for it um you know whenever I, it's the worst thing to do before bed is to, I, I find is to scroll through social media and I think everybody does it just like okay yeah. what do uh, <laughs> it's the worst thing to do because sometimes you see something that you like but quite often you're just like uh, didn't get that done today mm, oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah no i that deal would have been really nice. Um, yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, oh, they raised a million quid. Wonderful. Haven't done that this week yet. Um, <laughs> they, uh, you, you kind of keep, keep going. And, and it is kind of tossing up between that um, of celebrating success and and degrading your own belief in yourself um, very quickly by looking at someone else, as you say. But yeah, and you see the, the good bits. And, and I'm sure there are people out there that look at us and have that same, exactly same thoughts. Yeah. Um, and um it, i think it's a big thing mental health and social media um which which is a co needs constantly checking and constantly it's a big problem to solve i think long term it is like i look at you know as much as i'm like love judging and seeing all that and celebrate everybody's wins i look at something and go should i be doing that should i be getting an hmo should i be like buying this should i be doing this like Hang on, yeah. the going, whoa, 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 you stay in your lane. They stay in their lane. Let's not let the lanes touch. You know, yeah. it's just keep doing what you're doing. Like, that's yeah. right. But part of you is like, oh, I should have been doing that. And I don't have this. And I don't have, oh, honestly, 
that shit. Honestly, <laughs> fuck that shit. Yeah. I know, especially having just having a had a newborn, the, the seeing other people going out there going at a thousand miles an hour, and me going, oh, you know, like doing the running man in slow motion. And then just that constant mind the thing I have to keep telling myself, which is, you know, your time will come right now. You've yeah, you've got something else to focus on, which is a lot more important. So uh, whole just, human. Just, that's construction focus right focus there. On that. <laughs> Ultimate construction. The isn't ultimate it? human, like biological construction of a whole entire human person. It's like I wish I could say I had a lot to do with it, but didn't but my my um input was <laughs> very minimal. <laughs> That's what Lara said. <laughs> uh, we should actually just know, welcome back, because this is your first uh, property jam recording since Mr. Frederick arrived on the planet. So yeah, welcome back. It's, it's it's good to be here, but as I said to Helen to warn her at the beginning, I may well just fall asleep halfway. Through. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. didn't take that personally or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. No. Uh, it's all yeah. good. All good. But January, I think, can be very like that as well. Like you say, everybody's like, "God, and I'm going to smash this. It's going to be my year." And literally, I'm like, "Fuck it, I managed to get out of bed today." Ooh. <laughs> you're winning <laughs> it's true like, January, January is a shit month and my birthday is in January which I don't love at all um, and actually it's most of the reason that I moved to the sunshine like to get away from from British winters and honestly I think I'm just about getting my bum in gear and well, it's nearly February. <laughs> well, don't. So this will be, this will, I'll share this, Helen, because I, I, I'm going to tell the story of your birthday. So Helen's birthday is the 8th of January, right? And it's in my diary, right? So, uh, but for some reason, I woke up on the 18th. I was like, oh, I'm going to leave her a voice note. I left her, before I left it, I was like, that doesn't look right. So I went to my calendar and I'm 10 days late on the 18th. I'm giving her a fucking like, voice note. So I just left her a voice note just going, do you know what? This is all you're going to get out of me. Like, this is the best I can do in the shittest month of the year. Happy birthday. <laughs> this, this is what Freddie's got to look forward to being born on the 6th. Oh, bless him. Of course. Yeah. We can share the Capricorn pain. He can share it. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, that's, that's, that's one of the things is because we have the, the new year in the beginning of January and everyone's setting goals at one of the worst times in the year to try and keep a goal. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Bullshit. Absolute bullshit. Yeah. yeah. I try and do mine actually in December. I find that, well, actually, the, the end of November, beginning of December, but I didn't even get that done this year. So. And I'm not sure I got that done last year, actually. I think we got to March, and I kept promising myself I'd do it, and then I gave up. But I still had quite a decent year, so didn't matter. <laughs> Maybe that's the secret. Just just, just feel your way through the year and just hope yeah. for the best. Like... See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you have a general idea of what's happening. Right. <laughs> you need well that's yeah. maybe the way forward as you say is, is retrospective goals you say that's exactly what i meant to do <laughs> yes oh my god how successful would you feel so i wanted to do this program and i want to present these ones <laughs> 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 do you know what it's like it's like when you know when you write a to-do list right but then there's that task that you've already done and then you put it on the list after you've done it and tick it off it's like oh yes, <laughs> yes. every day Oh man, I'm Wake still up. winning. <laughs> yeah, brush your brush your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I still do that. I just like it's like, oh, I need to reach out to so and so after I've already sent the email. Tech bitch, I've done it. 
you know what? Sometimes it's that, that that little bit of motivation which moves you on to the next step. It does. Yeah, it does. It's effective. Yeah. Just yeah. keep moving forward. Yeah. <laughs> Retrospective tasks. Live in the past, everyone. Live in the past. <laughs> wow. You, you mentioned you're writing a book, Helen. Yeah. I, I am slowly. <laughs> What, We've got the introduction done and, and um, actually, no, it's all planned out um, and it's about investing. Obviously, it's not actually property, just property. It's more general investing, but actually it's kind of I'm really into personal development, psychology, spirituality as well. So it's bringing in those concepts into it as well. So it's looking at investment and the things people should be thinking about that aren't necessarily kind of the obvious things that you sh should be uh, that people think about when they are investing. So, kind of like spiritual guide to investing. Oh my god, I am fascinated. Nice. This is right up my straza. Uh, when is this book happening? When? 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 <laughs> I, well, I'm I've got a writing session tomorrow afternoon planned. I've, that that's my. Well, we'll see if I get see if I actually get it done. But I've literally had to like block time out every week now, and I'm taking myself off to like the poshest hotel in Malta, and I like gonna give myself cream tea and then just that's my like that's my carrot to get me there to like actually get and carry on writing it. But it is all planned out, so I know what it's gonna look like. I just need to do it. Oh, I, I have to say, when I got to that that kind of meaty bit of writing my book, um, a, the bottle of wine does absolute wonders. <laughs> like seriously, because it's all planned out. You've done that heavy bit of heavy lifting, and all it is just getting it out of there and just writing the story. You're just like I can't be bothered to do this bit because. I, I know this, but it needs to be on the word so someone else can do it. And also knowing that someone else is editing it, you could just just splurge. So um, yes. it, it was over Christmas. It was December 20, three years ago, whenever it was. Um, and I, I got so much done sitting have, with trash TV on in the background. With, um, yeah, a, bo a bottle of wine. And yeah, literally I was you know, doing bashing out. For, how many? Be careful here. Bashing out. What are you bashing doing? Out. Yeah, it's, like, it's about five. It'd be about eight hundred words uh, a session. So, uh, yeah. So you can you do it. Yeah. So what? It's cream tea followed by champagne. There you go. Oh, nice. Actually, I do have to say, I, I do actually think that's a really good tip. Some of the best articles I've written for Property Investor News have not been written so hundred percent sober. <laughs> And they got better <laughs> as, as they get on. By the end of it, you're like, that's brilliant. The end, the beginning, you're like, what am I writing about? Oh, the end, you're like, yeah, smashed it, send. What do you think, Richard? <laughs> it's so great. I do think it, it. there is something about that. I think you give yourself permission to write freely. You're not blocking yourself. Obviously, provided yeah. you don't go sort of too far down that sort of end of the drinking spectrum. But I think there is something liberating about a glass of wine, isn't there? Reminds me of doing um, gigs. Um, I was because I was a, a house pianist at um, a jazz club in Edinburgh for a, well, well, many many moons ago, and they, uh, part of the payment was pints of beer. You get three pints of beer in, on your gig, um, so you have your first one kind of before you go on, um, and you take your second one on with you, and say during the first set you think, yeah, this is really good, it's, it's all right, you're kind of warming up, um, and then. You get to the, the interval, then you have your third pint, and then the second half, you think you're on fire. 
whether, that, whether that's the case or not, yeah, I think it's 50 50. It's like toss of a coin as to whether you're actually uh, <laughs> shit or absolutely uh, smashing it. But you it. don't care by then. You're like, yeah, you're happy. So yeah, everyone's feeling oh, well, exactly if, it, if you get invited back, then you know it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should maybe I should analyse deals pissed. I've never tried that. <laughs> yeah, it works. It totally works. I was gonna say the over optimism, I think, might kick in there. Yeah, you'd just be like, oh, do you know what? We don't need 30% contingency. Five should do it. Be fine. <laughs> Five. Yeah, be, be fine. Be fine. You know, be fine. finger in the air. <laughs> well, the builder only only used 15% of the contingency last time. So um, you'll he'll have learned his lesson. So yeah. we'll be I'm down at seven. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be all over it. What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> yeah, you suddenly become this eternal optimist. It's like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I think there's some developers. That's making a lot of sense for some developers that I talk to. I think that's the way they do things already. There is no no help with rose tinted glasses needed for some people. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> definitely. Oh, you must see it all on um property elevator, man. Like oh yes oh yes from the sublime to the ridiculous and that's not just the contestants <laughs> uh, inside scoop I love it it's okay we won't tell anyone Helen you can share with us yeah, <laughs> yeah well should we ask because um I don't know if you did actually come prepared with a question but is there anything you would like to ask us or did you come with a question in mind oh let me think um it could be anything you know it's us i mean it could be property related it could be talking about you know one-legged unicorns i don't know like <laughs> if you could be any animal what would oh, you be that's such a great question yes a one-legged unicorn <laughs> <laughs> well, um so a one-legged unicorn basically you've got one going up and one going down yes you sort of balance yourself out um, well, actually, I think so recently I, I can answer this question because Helen will appreciate this because her brain's very similar to mine. I was supposed to be focusing on it was like an admin day. Right. And my brain isn't very good at admin. It, it just likes to find 100 reasons not to do it. OK, so the reason I took on an assistant recently because my brain is not designed for this. So but I needed to do this one particular piece of work. And then what happened was the, the universe just kept showing me different images of flamingos right there were oh. flamingos it, it was on my screensaver I heard it on the radio just I, I saw flaming flamingos just kept appearing everywhere for like two days so I, instead of doing admin I spent half a day researching the spiritual <laughs> like mythological roots of flamingos and why the why I possibly am connecting to flamingos as my spirit animal I lost myself for that day and it was fantastic but it turns out <laughs> it turns out I'm my spirit animal I'm 100% sure as a flamingo. So there you go. I, I love the colour. <laughs> I like the, the one-legged thing because, you know, it's all about balance and they're very social creatures. You know, it was, yeah, it was like, that shit makes sense, right? Oh, I love that. Mm. Yeah, so I'm a flamingo, man. <laughs> I, feel, I feel it's a bit unfair because someone had some preparation time. <laughs> I think, yeah. to be honest, for me, I think it's quite easy as well. I, I would be an elephant. Yeah, I love elephants. Yeah, they're quite. They're very majestic. They they look after each other. They stick together. They support each other, and they live for mm. quite a long time. And they're yeah, they are my favorite animals. Oh, I love elephants. Yeah, I'd definitely be an elephant. That's cute. I went on a safari a few years ago, 
and um, we had to leave or get up in the morning, like four o'clock in the morning to get out really early before uh, sunrise. Um, and I got up so pissed off. We were drunk the night before. I did not want to be out of bed in the freezing cold at four o'clock in the morning. And I was like, if I don't see an elephant today, I'm going to be really pissed off. And as soon as we drove out of the camp, there was a herd of elephants right there. And I was like, OK, I'm awake. I'm good. I'm happy now. <laughs> <laughs> I can go back home to bed now. <laughs> Did you write that down on your to-do list then and take it off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Matt, what are you? Oh, my goodness. Oh, here we go. ER Nile. Look, look, he's going to do his usual. He's going to sit there for like 20 days thinking about this, isn't he? Yeah. Be a sloth. thing is, I'm turning into my dad. Um, the, the, <laughs> the other day we were playing some... Uh, playing some board games and it got to my go and I was like okay mm. I was c- contemplating the answer <laughs> then I just realized my goodness this, this is why we got the timer out for my dad has happened no okay right spur the moment this, this decision I don't know maybe like a dolphin oh they're, they're in pods they're in packs they like working together in communities um, they still enjoy sex. Yes. Um, they like being stroked. They, they like enjoy being the stroked and ah. front, back, up, and sideways. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> no, I was looking decidedly uncomfortable. I love that. I think they're, they're, they're quite fun, aren't they? Dolphins. No, they're playful. Very clever. Very clever. Yeah. I'm very clever. There you go. It's brilliant. There you okay. go. All oh. right, Helen, what are you? Oh, I'd be, I'd be, actually, I've got, it, it would have to be some type of cat. So I would just, uh, I think I'd be a bit more than a moggy though. Maybe like a, a leopard or a panther. Oh yeah. Sexy. Yeah. 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 Nice. But like being stroked, same, like kind of cute and fluffy, but ooh, don't mess with them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just be careful of random. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Loves, loves Love the that. Heat. Loves the heat and yeah, sort of a good sleep. Yeah. yeah. Being petted and like, yes, this is, I see this for you. I see. Mm. Yeah. Mm, good. Okay. Let's do this the other way around. Like, what, what, okay. This, what animal would we give each other? Oh. Oh. Because <laughs> silence is definitely. <laughs> hard it's it is hard. hard yeah I think um, I think now would be a panda do you know what panda was on my list of ones to pick when before I said elephant yeah I was gonna say koala for you oh uh, yeah I could be a koala oh I just like hold you and like you know I was gonna say play with you but that's probably not correct <laughs> <laughs> I'll be asleep anyway, it won't matter. Oh, and you'll think of eucalyptus and like, oh, you'd just be so cute. Yeah, so you're a koala. Mm, Matthew. <clears throat> because you're, I think of you as like a, you're an owl. I think you're an owl. I would, yeah, I would say owl. You're an owl. I can't turn my head more than that at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're, up so- most, you're up most of the night these times. <laughs> You're somewhere between an owl and a giraffe. I, now, to you, I that probably giraffe. doesn't really giraffe because you're tall. So it's yeah. like if you had, if you embodied like the, the the sort of physical presence of a giraffe because you're tall, 
but you've got like the demeanor of an owl you're a yeah. gir- giraffe yeah. you're a giraffe <laughs> yes coming out of the uh, fantastic beasts yeah <laughs> sort of a hybrid like a yeah so does that leave you as a monkey then joe <laughs> i'd happily be a monkey uh, you're a, a monkey. you're a, you're a cheeky monkey <laughs> or, or, or a butterfly oh i love both i'll take both of those um so i could be a butterfly or a bunky okay there you go there we go joe lightfoot bunky at heart <laughs> oh dear that's great which would actually spoke, be spelled b-o-n-k-e bunky bunky <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's very fitting. That, that's, that's it. <laughs> oh, Got to write that down. Bonky. Bonky. Oh, God. That's yeah, brilliant. Likes it. Okay, so Helen, what would Helen be? Um, oh. What should we say Helen is? Um, <clears throat> oh, I'm thinking. Something, something which likes the sunshine. Maybe a, a chameleon. Oh. <gasps> I was just about to say a chameleon. That is weird. Oh, that was such, because I was thinking colour. And then I was sort of thinking sort of like chill. And I was thinking like just, yeah, sort of like bends and flex to the occasion and just like bright and vivid and like love. But, but also, but also I'm thinking you, you kind of need something fluffy to combine with your chameleon. So we, since we're combining. Oh, hybrid. Oh, yeah. So you would then maybe have a, Bunny? A rabbit? Well, if it was a rabbit, it would be... Uh, <laughs> Helen's not looking impressed with that Romilian one. Move on, Joe. Move on to the next one. <laughs> a a cunny. Bunny <laughs> <laughs> sounds wrong, but so does Romelian. So Romelian makes you sound like an alien. That's not quite right. And it sounds like you've got a disease. <laughs> got a bad case of Romelian. <laughs> Get you some antibiotics for that anointment for that oh god you know what it's really funny it's like you can't see it here i'll show you after the uh after when we stop recording but i have a really really weird why am i sharing this this is at, at overshare oh god i'm starting though but i have a big silver chameleon statue in my house i love them i absolutely love them and you get them here in Malton. but me and my dad go off hunting for them oh my yeah. goodness you're a little yeah i love them so cool. Yes. So yeah, chameleon, Capricorn, Chorley. That works all day long. <laughs> <laughs> Colourful chameleon, Capricorn, Chorley. Yes. <laughs> I think of all the random tangents we've gone off on, we've never gone into the animal kingdom before That's on Property Jam. So I loved it. It's a first for everything. <laughs> I love, I absolutely love it. And actually, it does look, I think astrology, this is, I suppose this is good fodder for your book, but I was thinking about this. We've talked about this with guests before. The more spiritual element of like, because basically the human side of property is who you are, right? And you bring all of who you are beyond who you are, all these forces into your journey. And that could be, could be astrological, or it could be, you know, your spirit animal, or it could be your numerology stuff. It's just, it's, it's there, you know? Why yep. not? Yeah. yeah, I have checked out actually, like some developers have checked out, like then I've gone to a numerologist and checked out, or business partners checked out their thing. And actually, again, as I was talking about retrospective, I did one retrospectively that was a huge, 
huge, huge, huge error. Um, but I did it retrospectively and she's like, oh no, don't go near this person. I'm like, yeah, I could have told you that, but I really wish I'd spoken to you before before we did this one. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Isn't it? Yeah, it's a funny thing, isn't it? Um, oh, I love that. I love that you're taking that angle with it. Um, and that what that does for me is legitimise this absolutely bonkers conversation that we've just had uh, in relation <laughs> to property. <laughs> <laughs> a, a way to bring it back to property is probably to um get into some chat roulette no not chat roulette um, what do you always say that it's I, haven't said it. I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't said it in a good year i would say um <laughs> some episode roulette episode roulette yes i've even got myself ready um for keep this so clean. just keep it clean just as a reminder for helen and for all our new listeners uh so i'm going to scroll through our previous episodes Helen, you shout stop at any point, and then you just give us your view on the topic, or sorry, on, on the title of that particular episode. Okay. So I am scrolling. Stop. Oh, episode 15, Is Your Family Invested? <clears throat> that could be in you, or financially, or do they support what or you it, do? Yeah, in what you do, yeah. Well, my family consists of like my parents because I'm not married and I don't have any kids. And actually, um, yeah, it's really interesting. So the part of the reason that I picked Malta is because my parents love it. Uh, they've been coming here, God, since before I was born, so a very long time. Um, and they are here in Malta with me. They, they spend winters out, out here with me. So, um, yes, I would say they, they are invested, not in a, actually in a financial sense, but also in a um, yeah a support sense because and benefit from what I do because they spend their ninety days in winter out here with me so yeah that's what that's what it, that's allowed me to provide for them actually it's why I moved to where where I moved moved to now um, I've got a four bed villa here because before I used to be just a, a small like like little two bedroom nice on the on the sea. And then they spent uh, a bit of lockdown out here with me. And I just that when they decided they were going to be spending more time here in winter, I'm like, we are going to need more space than this. We're going to need so <laughs> much space. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I moved to a much bigger place, and that's made life much easier. Yeah, for us all. That's right. But also, you get the freedom to go back as well, because if you go back and see your parents in the northwest, right? Like you get to. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Yeah, no, it's lovely. Excellent. Yeah. Love that answer. Brilliant. Perfect. And actually, okay. actually, not property investing per se, but it's my grandparents that got me kind of on the ladder when I bought my first home when I was like 22 or something. I was quite young because they'd saved up money from when I was born. So that went for like half the deposit, which for a London flat, which was my first purchase, was, you know, it's not an insignificant amount. So the fact that they were able to give me something towards that literally started me off on this whole journey Love amazing it. yeah so it's your your family got you started in the first place that's really cool yeah cool okay i am scrolling again stop okay episode 26 stress how do you <laughs> deal with stress do you get stress do you get stress yeah <laughs> 
Well, I, I don't know if you know this. I don't know if many listeners know this. I have written about it in the past, but that's why I left banking because I, I gave myself chronic fatigue. I burnt out spectacularly and had to leave in 2008, which, thank you, universe, was fantastic timing because it was the beginning of 2008. It was literally just before kind of the whole credit crunch. So um, I left in the March and everything went tits up by the, what was it, September, October time. Um, yeah, and my fiancé at the time, he was at Lehman, so we had a really interesting 2000, 2008. That was a pretty stressful year. Um, so it, it's something I've not traditionally been fabulous at managing, and I, I still have my moments. Last year, my, my yeah, managing my adrenals was, was a bit challenging. That's more because of my age, because I'm of a certain age now. Oh, God. <laughs> tedious um but but balance I, I just think honestly much as I don't want it to be I feel like balance was like is like my universal mission they're like we're gonna give you something you're really shit at and you got to spend your whole life trying to get better at it and it's called balance I'm like okay so um I have a lot of different ways of coping with it and actually that's some of what I want to bring into the book as well you know I use meditation and like I've been a meditation addict for a number of years now and I go to yoga actually yeah after here I go off to yoga and I do things like tapping EF that emotional freedom technique EFT um I've got a life coach I've got lots of people I speak to I I use so many kind of different ways um but it is a perpetual you know something that I have to to, to actively manage yeah. wine helps too See, it's just, yeah, it's a big. There's a theme here, isn't there? Wine, wine, wine helps everything. Um, everything. You need to tap into your inner flamingo because they stand on one leg. That's it. And you are pink, so maybe we share a spirit animal unknowingly. Oh, yes. <laughs> awesome. Do we have time for one more, Mr. Matthew? Let's do quick fire. Okay, one quick fire. So I'm scrolling again, Helen. Stop. Oh, okay. Episode 17, Guilty Pleasures. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is a good one. What's yours? And you can't say wine. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was this in relation to, um, yeah, when you do a deal. What, what was it? Uh, uh, what is it? I think this was because we, when we talked about, uh, Joe, you always felt, felt guilty about booking holidays and putting stuff through the fun, um through the business and things like that or if That's i remember right. correctly was, it was, no, it was definitely does not for holidays through the business no <laughs> not hol- but you know what i mean business trips business trips for the business, business trips um, business trips no i i i drawn down on on some money um that you know it built up over time from the portfolio and i i was having an incredibly hard time you know using that for my own pleasure you know right found it very difficult um and I think there was guilt attached to it that you're supposed to you know reinvest it or it's supposed to be there just in case and I, I yeah I, I just yeah I really struggled with it and so it's like yeah but actually that shifted pretty quickly when I used it for pleasure <laughs> like this this I should do more of this I should prioritize this and so I stopped feeling guilty so it was a slightly different take on uh, guilty pleasure. I mean, I don't know what your human. Okay, this is a quick fire question for Helen. Just Sorry, so. yeah, we just we get. Listen, we're getting human. We're getting deep. <laughs> Sharing. No, I think it's travel for me as well. And like I say, like I'll just you know, I did a lot of travel. 
Um, well, a lot of expensive travel last year. I went to Mexico. I spent, it was so miserable last winter. I went to Mexico for a month. And actually I was like, oh, this is a bit excessive. Nightwell. And uh, so I went off and did that. And then I went to A-Fest in Jordan in May, which again was equally God, astronomically expensive. And I feel guilty, yeah, doing it, but it doesn't stop me. I enjoy it so much. I'm like, oh, well, so they might get run over Bibles tomorrow. Yeah, totally. Yeah, 100%. God. Yeah, I remember having dinner with you sort of in and around both of those trips. And you, I mean, yeah. you, you just looked tanned and relaxed. So I, th- I think it was a good investment, quite honestly. <laughs> like, yeah, no, good girl. Love it. Amazing. Oh, we haven't come to the end, have we? No. Ray, we have come to the end. Oh, you're so such a party pooper, Matthew. <laughs> I know. I just want to keep, keep um, moving on to the next episode. Yeah. So yeah. thank you so much, Helen, for being with us again uh, and revisiting and, and catching up with you um, for everything that's going on in 2023. Um, amazing so thank you again. Uh, it's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. Bye. jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more on facebook search property jam podcast or you can follow us on instagram at property jam podcast or you can email us at property jam podcast at outlook.com see, see you, you on the next, next episode, episode.